Hello and welcome to the DJ Force 10 in conversation podcast episode 157. My very special guests on today's show are Jack and Ryan from the band On Hollow Ground. Um, messed up their band name at the start of the interview. I left it in there. Um, <laughs> just just to give you a heads up but no um no it was a it was a great chat literally um just got off the phone with them half an hour ago again i'm loving sort of doing these on the fly and and getting them out straight away um but yeah we talk about their new single uh, it's called our lives and they've got a brand new album out in july called blood is blood uh so keep an eye out for that uh it's an absolutely fantastic track and and they've actually got a bunch of stuff out as well uh because they've been going since 2013 and um yeah there's a bunch of other stuff on the streaming services so go check it out if you like your kind of like metalcore um sort of stuff go for it um it's fantastic what i've heard absolutely brilliant uh and it was a great chat as well which is also very good uh, on that front so um i hope you guys enjoy the interview uh, i'm gonna do my uh sort of uh, slightly adapted midweek plea for for ratings on like um on itunes and stuff but what i actually want to do is actually push my youtube channel um i'm over the past sort of like month i've been uploading these shows to youtube um and yeah uh it's been getting a good response it's getting picked up and stuff so i'm looking to get some subscribers um which isn't too much to ask hopefully but if you've got a youtube account and you want to sort of keep um up to date with what i'm doing because it's not just this that i put up there um i've also got the video podcast that i did with mike and ming of comic book men um and also my 350 365 days of scratch um that i did last year that's all up there as well and also some uh, little nuggets of of zero cipher days um up on there as well so but i intend to sort of start doing a bit more visual content and things like that so um if you're interested please just go go hit subscribe on that channel um i'll be very grateful for that and uh yeah even even like some of the videos if you want to um you don't have to do that but i'm just looking to get the subscriber count up uh just to sort of you know make myself feel better about myself you know what i mean uh, <laughs> no not really um but no if you are a sub, uh, youtube um user and you do have an account please do subscribe to my channel it is youtube.com slash dj force x that's d j f o r c e x um and uh yeah you just have a browse of the channel and stuff if you want there's quite a few bits and bobs on there all of uh different styles and whatnot but um yeah please do that if you can but without much further ado i give you jack and ryan from on hollow no damn it on hollow ground enjoy <laughs> I'd like to welcome to my show today, I have Jack and Ryan from the band On Hollow Ground. Oh, sorry, On Hollow. Is it Hollow or Hollow? <laughs> hollow. Hollow. Let me do that Keep again. Yeah, so On Hollow Ground. There we go. Got that right. Kind of. Um, <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us, mate. Hi, thank you. Oh, no problem, no problem. Um, so what I want to do, because it's kind of, um, I have heard of you guys before, um, a little while ago, I think it was off one of your EPs, you did, um, I heard the track, uh, it was Shut Down, I think it was last year. Was that yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. 2.0. Um, I, I DJ metal clubs, rock clubs and stuff like that, so I have been, I've played you guys in there before. 
um down down southway and uh yeah no what i want to do is kind of get like um a bit of the origin story of your band really if that's all right to start with just sort of just sort of to set the scene if you will um but yeah so what 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 sort of like where have you been so far do you want to go first Ryan? i'll let let you start if you want (laughs) okay um so basically all five of us were just playing in different bands and we were kind of just a bit dissatisfied in the sort of place we were um, in all the other bands we were in. People just weren't sort of, you know, pulling their weight commitment-wise, you know, other band members in, you know, in our previous projects. Yeah. And we just sort of thought to ourselves, you know what, like, why stick with these bands that we're in currently and, you know, not really feel creatively fulfilled? So we decided that we just, you know, band together and hopefully create something that, was cohesive and you know actually went somewhere actually you know churned out content because i know like speaking for myself that i was with that band for maybe two years and the amount of stuff that we churned out compared to on hollow ground is just you know it, it pales in comparison i don't know what it is for like for ryan but <laughs> obviously you were actually in a band at the time were you you're the only one who was not in a band at the time i'd been out of the band for about two years and then i got chatting to you at a show and i said oh i'm thinking of a project I know you're already in a band but I like your stuff because out of all the kind of vocals that I've vocals that I've played with in the past you're probably one of my favourites for some reason <laughs> <It is. laughs> I've put demos and sent them to Jack and he was digging it so we went from there didn't we yeah cool cool and and how long have you guys been going at 2013 July we had our first practice and then Around about December, we had one of our first shows um, and then put out the first EP, Gears in Motion, around yep. about that time as well. Yeah, cool. So you guys have been kicking around for a little while. Um, and uh, like, sort of to bring us like fully up to date, uh, you've got a new single out right now called Our Lives. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, why don't you tell us about that? Yep. Um, so... It's the first track of our upcoming album, Blood is Blood. Um, a couple of tracks that we've released in the past year as well are also going on the album. So we've got Broken, which was released, and then we had Shutdown, and then Shutdown 2.0, which we might use as a bonus track. But yeah, Our Lives is the kind of first song on that album. Um, lyrically, it's it, probably better for you to talk about, really, Jack, since you're the lyricist. <laughs> yeah, well... The, the entire album, it's based around grief and the relationship that I had with my with my late father. Um, we had quite a tumultuous relationship, let's put it that way. Yeah. And um, this track in particular sort of focuses on his passing and all the grief that came with it. Um, you know, one of the most prominent lines in it is, now you're gone. Um, and I'm not talking about bass on that. Now you're gone. <laughs> uh, this life goes on. Um, and that just summed up everything for me. You know, I was one day I was just so down, obviously. And, yeah. um, you know, in just like you know, in, in a real depressive state. And I just, you know, just the, those words just came to me. And I just thought, you know what? it's time to pick up the pieces and it's trying to, you know, turn something, make something good out of an awful situation. Mm. And I'm just so proud that, you know, that track is, you know, 
<laughs> came out the way it did. Yeah. To where, you know, I've been able to take this horrible situation and probably put out some of the best vocal techniques I feel I've ever done and like rawest and just to be able to create a track that, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure Ryan can fill in there, but I, I don't know about you, Ryan, but I feel like it's one of our strongest tracks we've ever done. Yeah, definitely. It was kind of... It's just raw, man. Yeah, a lot of the album was kind of written as a bit of fun. Like, it, trying to make... Look at what in metalcore is popular at the minute, but also having a bit of a laugh with it as well. Yeah. And I think this one was probably the most written for purpose because I, when I started writing it, I was like, right, going to design this to be a single. You know, it's, it's going to have the catchy chorus and we put a female vocal in there over the bridge as well just to mm. give it something that we've not actually tried doing before. It turned out really well, so we put on another track as well. Nice. Yeah, just, I don't know, the dynamics of the track, I just tried to make it kind of like a pop structure, but with heavy metal car instrumentation. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I, listening to some of your sort of, like, back catalogue, um, you do have that mix of styles in there, um, where you have taken from, like, obviously you're probably influenced by various sort of, like, other um, like genres away from metal. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, so what, where where do you sort of guide your influences from? I mean, I, I mean, I've heard like from previous ones, I've heard like the sort of like more like rap side of things, and 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 I think they call it grime these days, don't they? That's the yeah, that's <laughs> that's a bit of a recent addition to our kind of stylistic choice, isn't it? Like, yeah. um, before it was mainly just straight up metalcore, you know, you kind of heavy low tuned kind of stuff. Um, but I don't know. As of recent, I've just been listening to a lot more different styles. I've kind of like been shying away from metal in the past year, mm. and even before that, like I still listen to it a lot because it's you know it's what I enjoy writing. But like, yeah, I've noticed that my style is writing style has kind of changed a little bit. And I think, as you said, it's because of listening to a lot more like rap music and pop music and stuff like that. So it's. <laughs> I think that's something that, you know, I'd just like to add in there, Ryan, sorry to cut you off, like, our live shows as well, they always had, like, real attitude to them, the, the sort of, like, the R&B and, like, the hip-hop and stuff, you know, generally does on CD, and we never felt like we really actually, like, achieved that attitude and that live rawness that we do live on CD, and yeah. we just thought that this would be a nice way of really capturing that. No, it's it's really cool. I mean, I, I really dig when when bands like yourselves dig from other other parts of the music industry, if you will, and and incorporate it into like the metal sound. Um, I was I was when I was younger, I was in a band. I was part of the sort of like UK new metal movement at the time, uh, which was very highly infused of like hip hop and 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 well, you know this, you know the rest. Um, I was. I, I, I was that element of hip hop. I was the 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 the, the scratch DJ in the said. Oh yeah. So oh, DJ Lethal. Kinda, yeah, kind of. Um, but um, but yeah, no, no, no. So I've I've always like gravitated towards bands that can incorporate those sort of genres. So you got things like like you guys. You got like Hacktivist. You've got um, uh, Imur. You've got uh, like of the modern bands. I'm sort of talking about now. Um, sort of taking from those 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 other influences and really making it work. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it's that kind of ballpark that we're aiming to be a part of. Is yeah, because it just adds a little bit more, as Jack said, a bit more attitude and a bit more edgy music. Yeah. So when you're performing it live, it's easier to get into a bit of a character while you're doing it. Yeah, no, that's really good. It kind of like 
barks back to the attitude era if you were if you're a wrestling fan uh, yeah. which is kind of I completely <laughs> am so i get what you're talking about there. okay good because yeah. it goes hand in hand with new metal at that point so it's uh yeah you know it kind of that's what it kind of like and i still gravitate to that sound now because that's what i like i didn't say what i grew up in but that was what i was very much a part of um and um and i still enjoy today so um it was really well, cool actually like hearing you guys and that's why i wanted you on the show because i was like i really dig this 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 sound so ah thanks mate well i mean you know i'm i come straight from that as well i mean i feel like it's taken me a while to get back to those roots but the first stuff i listened to were limp biscuit linkin park and you know as you know those are two bands that fuse genres you know like crazy yeah. and i feel like I wish I'd have sort of gone back to that, you know, and sort of channeled that much earlier than we actually did. But I feel like, you know, it's all come full circle and I'm sort of doing the music that initially got me into into heavier stuff. Yeah, I um, think I think it's kind of like, uh, it's a weird, like, rule of cool at some point because it sort of, it goes off the boil, if you will, that new metal, that new metal definitely did. It went off, like, went out of fashion, if you will. Yeah. Um, but you always end up coming back around to it because I went through a phase of, of kind of, again not not so much like listening to it but not not writing it not you know having that kind of like mentality for it um but i've come back in again i've 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 you know with with sort of like getting back into like the dj side of things which i was sort of doing then the sort of scratch djing um it's really kind of like rekindled my uh flame for that particular genre yeah sometimes it's just something which just you hear a new band or something because you get a little bit if you kind of sleep eat and breathe a certain style yeah it gets a bit bit boring and then sometimes you'll hear a band which will get you back into it again mm. or hear a song or something but, um, like i was gonna say um most of the kind of earlier heavy music that you got into jacks for wrestling isn't it like a lot of the rockier stuff yeah totally so kind of played a park. park all of it yeah mm. nice nice you still watching wrestling now not so much anymore. Um, I do tune in off, you know, now and then. I've sort of started tuning into AEW just for yep. the alternative. How about yourself? Yeah, no, on and off. I had the uh, I had a subscription to the network um, for a good few years. Uh, yeah. I, I stopped it about a year ago just purely because I was never I wasn't using it anymore. Um, right, <laughs> I sort of run its course. <laughs> um, but no, I still keep in sort of touch with with that sort of side of things. Watch a bit of AEW here and there um yeah a bit of um uh still on um like oh god what's it called is it uh major league i think major league Wrestling. oh mlw yeah mlw uh just stuff yeah. like that just sort of like the away from the sort of like the big the big shows if you will um but i actually i lived in um in the states for five years and i lived in what actually is the mecca of wrestlers apparently uh which was tampa florida and uh, uh-huh. so i got to meet some of these guys which was really cool um like chris jericho and <laughs> and, and and john cena my all-time favorite no 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 i i still enjoy it i just haven't had the the network for a while um but i sort of like I, I, i'm i'm sure i'll go back to it at some point i always tend well to. it's just like you said with the music isn't it? it's all cyclical you uh yeah. you know you go through go through themes <laughs> yeah no definitely definitely um how's the um the i'll be to sort of like talk about the big old elephant in the room but how's the lockdown been for you guys because obviously you've got an album coming out next month now um how's the how's planning for that been with um, then kind of like not being able to gig if you will it's in a weird way it's been a bit of a blessing on the curse 
because we can't play shows, which is a bit of a nightmare. And I don't know about you, Jack, but I'm missing it like mad. Oh, totally. Um, yeah, we've realised that video calling each other on Zoom is a lot more productive when it comes to planning than being sat in my living room. Because <laughs> you, you, there's no distractions there, so we've got quite a lot of planning and a lot of like kind of release material queued up. And um, when we've released our lives, we've been able to actually you know do a little bit more market in than we usually do because you know we're sat in as houses <laughs> so i feel really fortunate as well that we had all that material in the can to use an old term and especially in the music video as well because um a few friends got in touch and they were saying how lucky we were not to have to film a lockdown video for promo and you know have to do some webcam shit <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a good job isn't it? that we uh queued it all up beforehand yeah for sure the only problem we've run into is um we had we'd paid to have two videos shot. Okay. We did the first one, and when um, it was three in total, wasn't it? There was two full length, and then one which is a kind of shorter song. So we filmed two in a night, and then for the single release number two, we'd not be able to film it because we'd not be able to leave the house. <laughs> oh. So luckily we've got some up his sleeve for it anyway, which we've had queued up anyway just to sort. Uh, a little bit but yeah it's a bit of a nightmare because i was really looking forward to releasing that song as well <laughs> yeah no but, it's, it's it's one of those things i mean i've been quite a fortunate position like i am right now speaking to musicians like yourself um and because everyone's at home but i was just i'm i'm, I'm really sort of like uh curious of how how like um you guys have adapted on that because i've i've been through well i've never been through anything like this obviously but like i know the process of releasing like music albums the sort of lead time you have on it the stuff you have to do the sort of like bits you wait like interviews and whatnot are part of it but all the admin side of it that kind of you always used to get like pushed under the carpet um have you guys learned anything like new from this uh i think you know ryan kind of hit it on the head a little bit there but it's just like you said you know anytime we'd get together to um you know, to focus on an idea or to, you know, come up with something. It'd always be around at his house. We'd have a pizza there. We'd have the TV on. We'd be distracted. People would be scrolling on their phones. Whereas now we're in our houses and we're on our laptops on our own, bored. Yeah. <laughs> and we're able to really get down to the nitty gritty. You know, we've done wonders for ourselves in terms of like, you know, the advertising side of it. We've really been able to use all this time. I mean, with the exception of Ryan, Ryan's been the only person who's had to work through the majority of lockdown. Mm. So thankfully the rest of us have been able to, you know, really man that front and, you know, Ryan's been pulling double duty as well and working really hard and looking into all the projects. It's just given us, it's just given us time. And, you know, we really appreciate that because had it all gone ahead as planned, We've all been working full time and juggling everything, and probably yeah. you know dropping a plate somewhere along the line. Yeah, now that's what I found with a lot of the the guys I've spoken to that that having the concentration on it, and it's also a realization of what like maybe like was left to one band member before, or yes. you know the management side of it, um, and 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 sort of opened their eyes to that, but made it more made the band a bit more of a cohesive unit when it comes to when they release stuff and and the sort of importance of certain things which has been really cool to sort of like find out and stuff because you know bit and like i said no one's been in this position before and and uh, the best analogy i think people come up with is is building a plane in flight 
yeah when it's kind of yeah doing stuff so um i guess so yeah no but it's been really cool i mean I, i look forward to hearing you guys album um obviously i've only heard our lives off the new off the new um the new lp um but um it is out next month for people that are listening uh the 17th of july is that still the planned date for it is yeah awesome cool um was it was there any sort of temptation to postpone it or anything like that or were you sort of dead on sort of keeping it on a certain date or anything like we that? we had the thought but we'd already basically started a plan with our pr agent mm. so we had a bit of a chat with him about it we were just um like you know do we want to release it now and we'd already not the plan together. We'd already started releasing material, and he was basically saying he was like, "Now's probably the best time to do it because they're going to be, you know, secluded to their own home, looking for new music to listen to." So, you know, it can go one or two ways. But as we discussed with Gary anyway, and we said we're going to go through with it. Oh, the only setback is that we can't do a an album release show until later on when yeah. they're definitely going ahead. Like we've got a few bookings for later this year, which we're not 100% on we will be able to play. But, you know, it's just, at the minute, we're all in the same boat, just, just kind of waiting. Right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I've found that, that, that um, there, there's been a few guys that I've spoken to that, that have, have postponed their releases and stuff, but I have actually found this time really, really good for listening to music. Because um, whereas I'm sort of like, kind of hot, I was like working from home but working um but it gave me um a lot more time to sort of like sink into a lot of the music i was being sent from press agents like your like your guy um and uh you know and actually fully appreciate the 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 whole package of stuff um and whereas before obviously i'd be working um like out of the house um and i'd get home i'd be tired or i'd have it on have the music on in the car but then I'm sort of like not really concentrating on it as such. Um, I don't have that immersive kind of feel in my car, like when I'm driving to work, because I'm thinking about work. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I, you, I found this time. It, yeah, no, I found this time um, absolutely brilliant. for and, and, you know, when, when people have released new stuff, it's been great because I can actually appreciate it more, I feel, you know, from a sort of like listening point of view. Because um, normally I'd be listening out for like the one that gets the most traction like singles wise because when i dj the club those are the ones that people have heard um and a lot of the time a lot of bands unfortunately that i've discovered really good tracks of go unplayed in my club if you will um but whereas i get sent like stuff like you know it's like for your your stuff for instance will get a play in the club once it reopens um because i've discovered Uh, it and I, i enjoy giving people the the, the ears to hearing new music because that's the way they'll come up to me ask who it is or ask you know or they'll see the playlist afterwards or something like that and 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 that that's what i wanted to do because normally i mean later in the night people have a few drinks they want to regress like we always go back to the new metal era you, God, know, <laughs> you know you have to um <laughs> but that, yeah. that, that early night when people are coming in milling in meeting their friends all that stuff getting their drinks you know you want to give them new music that's what you want to do and, yeah, and i've I been Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's what I was just saying. I've been guilty of, of of not doing that so much, you know, but now having, I've got like an arsenal of songs, which is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Well, I mean, like I remember, you know, when me and Ryan first like sort of hooked up and started doing all this stuff, we'd go to the cockpit mm. and 
um, an old venue in Leeds that's closed down a couple of years ago, and they used to have, you know, DJ sets and everything. And the stuff that you'd hear in there that you'd never heard before, uh, especially, like you say, at the start of the night, later on towards the end, it was all your Linkin Parks and all that, and yeah. Kill Switch. But um, I remember hearing, like, Bury Tomorrow, Lionheart in there, and yeah, you be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, yeah. it's it's really cool. I mean, I've I've um haven't been to Leeds for the longest time, to be honest with you. I'm trying to. Where remember. are you? I'm I'm down in Surrey, um, sort of just like about thirty miles south of London. But oh, cool. I'm I'm pretty much I'm trying to think of the venues I've played in Leeds. We're talking like fifteen years ago, so I'm like trying to. The Pack Horse, the Well. Uh, the Well rings a bell. <laughs> <That's quite laughs> <a bell>. Um. <laughs> There's the library as well? No, not like, no. Oh, I can't. I'm sure it will come to me in a moment. But um, <laughs> no, I had, I had a few good nights up in Leeds. So um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice area. How have you guys found it, like, scene-wise? I really like it, yeah. Um, like Jack was saying, we used to go to cockpit all the time, but that's been closed down. That was like a landmark of Leeds, was that? Mm. Um, yeah, it, it comes in waves as a Leeds scene, but... You generally find if you're a social sociable enough person, you'll be fine. Because like, there's a venue called the Key Club now, which is kind of in place of the cockpit, which was the kind of usual meeting point for everyone. Yeah. But I think when did that shut down, Jack? Was it about four years ago, five years yeah, ago? Yeah, pro- probably. Yeah, about five years ago. Mm-hmm. So now we go for nights out there and stuff, and then like you know you see people from other bands and you get chatting and stuff, and that's generally how you get your kind of leads following going. Nice. And tactically picking bands which have a lot of friends and leads to support you and stuff like that, and then you know we all help each other out, kind of thing. Because when we've played our like big hometown shows and stuff, you know, you look out in the crowd and oh, there's the mechanist, there's isolate, there's you know, yeah, here sort of thing that I'm failing right now. But you know, like we all turn out and support each other, so it's a it's a pretty communal scene anyway. It's it's very supportive. Some yeah. nice people on stage. No, it's really cool. It's sort of bits are coming back to me now. I mean, we did, we did. I did play the cockpit. Um, I think I played like the second room. I think did it have multiple rooms? That's the best one. I thought. Yeah, it was the best one. Yeah, okay, I played. cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we played a couple of like when we were on tour and stuff. Played up there, and um, I, I seem to remember it had multiple rooms though. So it was yeah, that it was and... there was the big room, the second room, and then the upstairs, which was like the smallest one. Yeah, because yeah. we played. I think on the same sort of tours, we played the um, corporation in Sheffield. Well. I've not played, and that had multiple rooms. Still yet to play. Yeah, it's it's really good, but I've, I've never even been in. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's a nice. I mean, it's a nightclub basically, but it's got multiple rooms in it. Yeah, um, they're the best. Things, I think that. Yeah, no, it's it's um no, the real. I mean, all the gigs up north. I, I was saying this to another the person I was interviewing, but all the gigs up north we had were really good. People were really good. Um. On there, not to say the people down south weren't, but it, it was it was a different atmosphere up there. So yeah, we find the south a lot more clicky when we saw there. Like, yes. you know, like, I don't know. People generally turn up for the mates band and then leave, kind of thing. Not all the time, but just in our experience. And like, I don't know. It, there are some exceptions, like Leicester and Southampton have always been fantastic. I don't know if you're yeah. yeah. south, but. They've always been amazing for us, but yeah. in other places of the country, it's like Ryan says, it's a little bit like, oh, I'm my mate and I'm off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Southampton was always good to us as well, to be honest with you. 
but yeah no it's, it's it's certainly one of those things there are certain areas where it was it, they, they turn up for their mates band and leave which is you know which is obviously what they were there for and and we kind of obviously were on the show but it, it, it i mean it is what it is at that point isn't it so um yeah but yeah, no, I was just it, no, I was just harking. I'm just, it's a nice little trip down memory lane. Actually, it's all coming back to me now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's all good. Um, well, guys, I've got a couple of questions left for you, if that's all right, um, and I can let you get on with the rest of your day, if that's cool. Um, oh. Just make sure I got that there. Cool. So, um, what I want to find out uh, is from each of you, what are your um, three most pivotal albums? So, the albums that kind of like made you want to sing or made you think oh, i really want to be part of this scene or band or whatever um those sort of like three like you know three if you can narrow it down to three pivotal albums that's a tough one is that i have mine if you want to think while i talk yeah do you want to go for your- <laughs> <laughs> uh i've got i've even got an order as well <laughs> that's all right cool um so my number one quintessential album uh would be and shikari take to disguise like that to me is just the reason why i'm probably doing music to be honest like it inspired me to sort of get into it you know i remember hearing it back in the day and just thinking wow like how can you create that kind of fusion between trance and you know spoken word sections and heavy breakdowns and you know and, and beautiful cleans um after that it's probably suicide silence suicide silence suicide season uh <laughs> by <laughs> suicide silence by bring the horizon um and uh just like the vocals on that and just and that just gets you rocking the entire time and then the first metal album I ever listened to was uh, Chocolate Starfish and Hot Dog Flavored Water and Biscuit and just nice. the whole groove of that. Man, that just gets me going. <laughs> nice. No, those those are fantastic albums. I mean, Take to the Skies, I love that. Um, I had actually, the name drop, I had Raoul on the show recently oh, wow. uh, to promote their, their, their new album that they just released, which is actually really good. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Take to the Skies, that was sort of, it was a very... Uh, um, i'd say iconic movement in at that point when they released yeah. that because it was very i mean they still are very diy as well um mm-hmm. and and um it was i mean being like back then they they one of their first london shows they supported my band um <clears throat> they were on their own tour with uh another band called first signs of frost and um yeah watching them live back then because i was because obviously the dj and the band had all the electronic gizmos and samplers and stuff on my setup but actually watching them using the I think it was like a korg microtron yeah, like, thing right yeah yeah and um and and just watching them like because I'd, I'd heard the demo um or i'd heard um sorry you're not a winner and uh you know and and all the buzz that was going on around them and they were fantastic we played it was upstairs at the garage which is a tiny oh, part of it. Um, and, and like since then, just sort of like watching them go from there and rise and keep going. They're still going now, you know, they're still rising now. There's still room for them to go, you know, up. And um, no, it's fun. I mean, that album is fantastic. Um, Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah, it's a good album as well. I don't have any interesting stories about them. Um, <laughs> and obviously, Limp Bizkit, that, that that was a given, given our earlier conversation about new metal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like DJ Lethal, stuff like that, sort of being a, a DJ in a metal band as well. Uh, it was him and Sid and, and, and uh, DJ um, Life and Kilgore in, um, in Incubus and stuff like that. So Nice. Good choice. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. 
And next, if you right. got anything. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a real difficult one. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go with the ones which kind of are why I'm listening to songs that I'm involved with. So I'd probably bit of wild card. I'd probably say As Daylight Dies by Killswitch Engage. Nice. And that was because, like, when, I, don't, I think I was only about 16, 17 at the time. And um, I liked kind of rock music and the lighter side of metal. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I just can't get past the screaming. I don't like it. Well, then I remember hearing My Curse by Killswitch Engage and was like, no idea why I'm in love with this song. It just kind of <laughs> went from there. I was like, I don't know what it is about this song, but I love it. And then I ended up listening to the album and I was like, this is sick. So then I ended up getting into kind of heavy music from um, I'm probably going to go have to go with Hybrid Theory as well because it's one of the first kind of metal albums that I've listened to. Yeah. Before metal, I was into like classic rock and Indian stuff, but then I think as a consistent album, Hybrid Theory was the first kind of heavy album that I enjoyed every track of. Cool. Because you go through a lot of albums where it's like, oh, I like half of it and stuff, but I think from start to finish, Hybrid Theory, I was like, oh my god, this is good. Nice. Um, and then probably this was more probably more later on when um, just before we started this band, um, I listened to Hope and Hindrance by Harper Coward, and I was just like. You know, like, there's a sound that you've not really heard before. Yeah. Like, obviously, it was quite a big thing at the time. This is back in, like, 2012, maybe 11, was it? And, um, yeah, it was, I was like, this is great. I want to do this. (laughs) It's the sound we want to play. Yeah, I was like, I want my band to sound like this. So I started writing stuff like that. That's really cool. I mean, again, I mean, those albums, Killswitch Engage, again, fantastic. Like, they kind of have that, that, that great kind of like um gateway effect for, for yeah, like, yourself, gateway. Yeah, like yourself you, you couldn't get past like say the screaming or whatever but because of the sort of vocal style of that band it yeah. does it crosses so many lines um and it really does speak to a lot of people um on that front and 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 i don't i, I don't know how like it went out of like like it didn't become as big as it did but their new album where they've got both jesse and um and, and oh god what's howard. his name howard that's it <laughs> some reason i was thinking nick because i think it's howard jones nick kershaw anyway um but yeah <laughs> i was like uh, I, I am that old but um but yeah no it's uh, like just like that song alone like i mean i love kill switch but that was just like proper goosebumps for me recently yeah, like like it's a long time it hasn't happened in a while when i've heard music to get like that but having both of them on there and i was like yes yeah and especially jesse returning is a bit of a throwback because i, I yeah. got into like the pre-howard albums as well and i yeah. used to really like it. so when jesse came back for the new stuff i was like oh this is this is cool it's nice like, edge isn't it yeah definitely yeah awesome and and hybrid theory i mean like again like seeing this album being as as sort of like influential as it is now um was crazy because i was like when i was younger like the rule of cool was you didn't like them just yeah it happens you know and and over time obviously i, I appreciate them I, I like i said i've dj'd metal clubs for the longest time and i can see exactly why it gets the dance floor full and and then like over time you sort of like you know you do like you know you gravitate towards it and you become a bit more of a fan and I, it was kind of like i wish i was a bit more of a fan then because i did see them live at that point as well 
um but i was very dismissive of them which was ridiculous yeah sometimes when you've got like an opinion of a band in your head sometimes you just can't get it out can you it's exactly that and it's that kind of like it's this annoying rule of cool thing that i had when i was younger which obviously everyone does i think at some point but it was just like i wish i could have appreciated more because i saw him on a really good bill i saw him with it was like deftones lincoln park and i want to say disturbed or something like the ultimate in new metal bill yeah i'm gonna say that's a pretty solid and lincoln park were opening i think and it was just like it was like that kind of like holy shit um but yeah no i mean i mean now over time you know i still i'd listen to them um and you know and they're, they're a good band they they make consistent bangers i think is the word yeah, yeah. it's smart music is written for purpose in it yeah exactly exactly cool well um last question guys um what are your hobbies away from music so when you're not when you're not writing and performing and whatnot like kind of what we are now um what what do you guys do to kind of like uh either get away from it or as or you know have a sort of like a passion for something else um do you want to go first jack yeah sure um i mean my whole core of you know like the, the hobby just starts and ends with music to be honest okay. um, <laughs> but, <laughs> um i don't know a little bit one track there but yeah um i'm a bit of an avid gardener at the minute and that's uh that's been quite nice during the uh <laughs> during the off season nice. uh, of lockdown, which has been beautiful. Um, massively into my wrestling, as I say, but I don't know, just anything that I can do that's remotely creative. Like I used to be um, a lot more sort of involved when we were sort of doing it a little bit more DIY in the um, video production side of what we did. You know, I did a couple of music videos for us back in the day. And I guess that was, you know, my sort of my, my ulterior um hobby but yeah I, it's just the music for me man and, and that sounds really really artsy and really arty fart. Right. it's just the music man it's all right, it's all right. if your hobby can become a profession then that's that's even better yeah for sure yeah. all i've ever said to myself is if i can earn um minimum wage doing this then i've won yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, I can just imagine you on stage, like screaming with a watering can in your hand, <laughs> <laughs> just like gardening. <laughs> water the flowers. <laughs> Go water lilies. What about you, Raz? Um, as a kid and a teenager, I probably had other ones. Um, I used to be quite into art; like, I used to do a lot of drawing and painting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a teenager, I was massively into gaming. I still play a bit, but I don't know. As I, I found myself just playing like PS1 and PS2 games now. I feel like as I've got older, I can't accept that new games are a thing. <laughs> and like even like the games that I buy for the PS4 now are like Resident Evil remakes, which yeah. when I were a kid. But I, maybe I'm clinging on to my youth too much. I don't know. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I used to be quite... What just nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, my hobby is nostalgia. <laughs> but, um, yeah, probably mainly music. Well, I guess I, I teach guitar as well on the side of work, but I guess that's classed under music as well because I, I quite enjoy doing that. It's cool. cool. I think that because you, you get to this age, don't you, when you know, we're both, well, you're late 20s, I'm early 30s, and when you start working and a band takes up as much time as it does, you know, it's, it's hard to, you know, keep that going, let alone juggle 
Work takes up half your life, and then running a band takes the other half up. So yeah. <laughs> life is then consumed by what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, and you do your best to just like get around with your mates and eat some pizza and that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, guys, um, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, good luck with your album. Thank you. Um, and all that kind of good stuff. Hopefully, once this this shit storm blows over, um, I'll catch you guys live if you end up playing down this way. Um, definitely yeah and, catch uh, up. yeah no good luck with everything man thank, thank you mate. Cool. appreciate thanks. coming on. A lot thank of you. on the show no worries guys have a good rest of your day we'll do thanks, thanks a lot very much bye bye